Welcome to Peeling the Onion Podcast with Cheryl Passwater and Nancy Campbell, where we have real conversations about what it takes to dive deep into the unique journey of healing. Health is not a win-lose game. Join us and our amazing guests to explore the layers of physical, mental, and spiritual health. So grab a drink, go for a walk, get cozy, and let's peel the onion. an amazing new episode. Um, Nancy and I were talking and we were just thinking a lot about wrapping up the year, the idea of reflections and intentions. Um, you know, as we sort of the the realm of 2023, whether you loved it or you want to just say good riddance, it doesn't really matter. Um, but also going into a new year um, and just the holiday season in general, it's a really good time um, for us to just look inward and take some space to reflect um, and make intentions and goals for what's coming forward. Yeah, man, I tell you what, I don't know. I, I have had a, a really incredible year. Lots of amazing things have happened. Lots of growth, lots of opportunity, um, amazing people that have come into my life uh, to support me and my business growth. And I got to be honest with you, I, it's also been <laughs> really fucking hard, you know, it's not easy. And I have to tell you, like, I feel like every, it just feels like every week, there's like a new level of adulting that was going on this year. Um, and it just didn't really stop, to be honest. And it wasn't just me. I was feeling that from all angles. Uh, my husband and I, you know, had lots of friends and, you know, family who were dealing with health issues. Um, we lost a few people this year. It's certainly just been um, a roller coaster. And always a good time, never a loss of the opportunity to take a minute and just reflect. I think without that reflection, Cheryl, wouldn't you agree? Like we just can't get some perspective. And that, that's all I'm thinking about is like, I don't want to, I, I want to just be able to kind of sum it up. It feels like a nice cap off to any year just to sit back and think about it. When I I did some business coaching leading up to um, my job transition out of the urban planning field into the health and wellness arena. And, you know, it was really important to take a minute, whether it was the end of a call with my business coach, whether it was the end of a retreat with her, whether it was the end of a program with her, um, whatever it was, it sort of take a minute and take some assessment of where we started and where we were at the end, um, how we were feeling, what was feeling good from, from an internal perspective, what was, what we were noticing from, you know, our outward either appearance or how we move through the world and sort of celebrating the messy middle that, you know, that process that kind of took us, you know, took me to getting to where I landed. And so what what, what we're going to do today, folks, is actually kind of help maybe assist you and some of your reflection. We're going to share some of our old, our own peaks and valleys of, of our year and stuff that we're looking forward to. And we encourage you to sort of take that step, whether you do it with a, your partner, whether you do it with a friend, whether you just do it, you know, over coffee um, one morning when you have a chance to sit down and, and write, write a few things out. It's a missed opportunity, I think, if we don't take a chance to just look back at things and also to set some intentions for the new year. 
That being said, though, Cheryl, are you a fan of a New Year's resolution? You know, I'm not. Mm, I know why not. Is. I feel like I never resolute the resolution. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? I am though. I feel mm-hmm. like it's hard for me to set goals coming off of um, a busy work season. I feel yeah. like notoriously the end of the year is always chaos for everybody, whether you work for somebody else or you work for yourself. Um, I always find that I'm teaching a ton of workshops. Mm -hmm. I'm doing a lot of beginning of the year going into a lot of people start health and wellness journeys and being a practitioner, having a fermentation company, et cetera. Things get a little nuts. Um, So I try to make extra time to kind of hibernate during that time when I'm not chaotic busy. And I, I like to sort of push out my intention setting to when more like March, when I have a little bit more time and space to like recover and then have a little bit more room to reflect (laughs) on what, you know, and my goals are, but also like, I try to sort of set yearly intentions, but also kind of quarterly intentions or goals. You know, I try to do that with my business. I try to do that in my personal life. You know, and I mean, there's no right or wrong way to necessarily do things. I've, I like breaking it up because I feel like it makes me more accountable to myself to actually achieve the things I want to achieve. Yeah. I mean, I would agree, actually. I mean, you know, self-confessed someone who punts the ball down the field a little too often trying to put things off. Uh, But I am like a professional procrastinator. I've gotten a lot better. I mean, like, you know. A lot better than I used to be, but um, you know, and certainly, you know, all, all all of that adulting has certainly forced me to reckon with this, you know, sort of habit, which which was honestly just out of fear, right? I mean, procrastination, you know, especially for those of us who have a little ADHD, it's just man, it it it's a result of overwhelm. It's a result of fear. It's It can be a result of confusion or resistance. And it's sort of like, I'm going to put something off because I, I'm intimidated by it, but also I've asked to sort of check in with myself. Like, is it something that I truly want to do? And so as someone who kind of punts that ball down the field a little too often. I'm with you. I have been looking at things more and ch- I've been chunking them out. So I'll look at things at the beginning of a year, a transition in like into the new year. I am also, I think all of us who were in the health and wellness field feel a, a bit of pressure around the holidays and then going into the new year as people want to engage with us at whatever level. Um, but also it's, you know, tax season starting to approach. Like there's so many things that are coming at us <laughs> as, as business owners, God help me. But I will also say um, something that that just confirmed this, you know, there's a, um, a guy named Brian Moran, who it, it's kind of uses a more corporate structure and how he teaches it, but he teaches and trains people on what's called the the 12 week year. And you, you, you're looking at a, you know, you're reframing the year. You're not looking at it as 12 months. You're looking at it more in quarters and you're looking at it at 90 day chunks, um, three, three month windows. And so, you know, that, makes a lot more sense for me because that way I 
I'm looking at things that are a little bit more concise. There's a, a risk, I think, and the the annual view of goals, which is to make them lofty, to make them big, maybe not to be super clear on it in terms of when 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 you will attain it, how you will attain it, what what your process is is going to be, and so. For, with with that 12 week window i've got a little bit more flexibility i can actually be really clear that you know in 3 months i want to be able to have i want to be able to have a solid 2 mile run you know at at, at 10 minute miles for yeah. example if 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 you want to work it out or your goal is to i want to get i want to clear my desk and get all of my filing done both digitally and physically on my desk, you know, by the end of February, like what are these like little chunks of things? And once that's done, it's also just a great moment to celebrate. I think if we keep punting something right down, down the field, we think it's going to happen at some point vaguely during the year. We don't also get to celebrate and, and pat ourselves on the back, which just gives us more momentum to keep doing the next thing. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And, you know, it's we do it for like, look, there's times and periods in life where we just have to do what we have to do. Right. <laughs> you know, like I was, um, you know, 2023 for me was a uh, chaotic year. My my partner and I moved to um, Atlanta, Georgia, literally a week before Christmas. <laughs> yes, <laughs> went to Nancy's holiday party the <laughs> same day we moved in. Uh, um, yes. You know, because uh, Nancy just lives near us, and you know, going into you know, for me, I was prepping for my functional medicine school final exam, which um, was about eight months of prep for myself and studying and studying and discipline. So I've moved to a new city. We're new homeowners also. So, you know, also we're becoming, you know, this new world of home ownership and projects and, you know, fixing things that you didn't realize. (laughs) Oh, crap. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Whatever it is. I mean, and, you know, we've been very fortunate with the home we bought, but like, you know, my wife, um, you know, had started a new job, like we just a lot of transition. And, you know, getting ready for this exam. And, you know, I have to say like, uh, our clinical case study exam is seven weeks long and it's all written and it's, it's a mind boggler. That's for sure. It does definitely does a number on you, but, um, you know, me being, having to make the discipline to be up early, you know, studying at five o'clock in the morning when nobody was bothering me, you know, working, later into the evening, even though I'd be fried at the end of the workday, you know, having mm. to take make time to work on my exam and, you know, having this seven week window to get it all in and, you know, and it's all pass fail. So, you right. know, it's like that the, the, you know, the pressure is on, you know, but, you know, I think it was interesting because, you know, I mean, how many things got putted down the, down the thing, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember like finishing my exam and then I had this one month waiting period. So I just took a month off of like, I'm not studying. I'm not going to webinars. <laughs> like I'm just going to get just be. And, um, yeah. you know, like was working on clients and doing research and stuff, but like, and it's so funny, like then 
it was like, I almost couldn't start new projects until I knew if I had passed this exam. (laughs) (laughs) So I like had this month of waiting. I went to New York city for a week. You know, I saw Mm -hmm. friends, I did like other things. And then that I passed my exam. I did really well. I was really (laughs) proud of myself. I'm still very proud of myself. Um, And then now it's been like this heap of things that I'm like, okay, we need to take care of this. And I'm going to take care of this. And wow, I'm going to finally organize like the closet in my office, which is just full of boxes and, you know, like whatever right. things are. And, you know, I think, you know, it was, it, for me, it's been interesting um, since passing my exam, exam, my exam, it's Friday guys, <laughs> but my exam in um, July was, has been really trying to come back to a place of flow. And um, for those of you who maybe have been listening to the podcast for a long time, um, we did an episode with Dr. Laura Laura Salyer last year. I don't remember what the episode number is, but, you know, she talks a lot about like flow state, you know, the idea Mm -hmm. of like when we are anchored, whether that, you know, is in habit, whether that's in practice, but also making creative space and time, so that we can free flow. Um, and flow feels really amazing. And, you know, whether you go to flow yoga, whether mm-hmm. you're in really routine, maybe you have a morning routine, uh, you're very disciplined in your rituals, whatever it is like that, that is all like a bit of flow state. And so it's definitely be, for me been a time of like revamping pieces of my practice, you know, Mm -hmm. putting in some new systems, like setting myself to be like, okay, how can I go through life um, both with intention and setting goals and um, from a place of flow? And it's, it's hard to do. Like, you know, we, we all have um, built bad habits at different points, you know, we're no different than anybody else listening to this show. And so, and sometimes it's unwiring to rewire something so that you can do it better, right? Work mm-hmm. smarter, not harder mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of philosophy. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, and totally. And I feel like, you know, what's critical, and I think, you know, we'd be neglectful if we didn't address this piece is, you know, when I'm hearing you describe stuff is piled up in the closet, the the unfinished business, the the scramble as you moved into, you know, a new city and a new house and just had to like put almost put a blinders on to buckle down and stay focused on what was right in front of you is that trying not to beat ourselves up in the process of staring at all the things that are untouched or undealt with. And I mean, to be candid, you know, that is, that is a bone of contention in my marriage, which is just that, like, I am married to someone who, for all intents and purposes, gets very anxious when things aren't dealt with, which I completely appreciate because in contrast, I'm, I, if when I'm overwhelmed, I'm a deer in headlights and sometimes I just dig my heels in and nothing gets done. So the two of us balance each other out, but, and, but, and, we are <laughs> constantly having to sort of like check each other and say, yeah. is it necessary right now that we, you know, reconstruct, you know, the floorboards of the attic? You know, is it 
you know, do we have to do the laundry right, right this minute? There's so many other things that are so important, um, like getting our kid in bed on time, you know? And so there are just glitches between the two of us and what we've been working on. I think one of our intentional goals within our our relationship was just to be more kind to each other around those triggers and those habits that we both get, you know, hung up on. Yeah. Um, And to also just like, for me internally, you know, just say like, you know what? It's okay. Like shit, it's just a mess. And, and there are times what I don't, I feel a little sad about is like, I don't think we talk about that enough. Like, you know, I, I do appreciate the people on social who are like, uh, real talk. This is my living room. You know, I am living with two small tornadoes that are children plus a dog. And this is just reality. You know, I was talking to a lady about having, you know, a couch that was just sort of trash from having a small kid. And she's like, listen, I'm not buying a new couch until I don't have dogs. I'm not, I'm not sure when, and I'm not sure when that's going to be, but that's just my reality. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed by it. It just is what it is. This idea of perfection and, you know, I feel like that's what it comes down to and where I love your conversation around flow is sort of helping us let go of that perfection a little bit. Um, having, you know, for lack of a better phrase, to come to Jesus with ourself, with our partner, with our with our colleagues, with our children, whatever, whoever it is that we're in cahoots with to say, like, yeah. is what is really possible right now? Um, I was sharing with you before we got on and, and recorded that, you know, I have these moments as a business owner, as I've been building my business since 2019 of like, oh shit, I have to really, I have to I have to scale. I have to grow. I have to, what am I doing? I'm just, I'm just putzing along. I'm not marketing enough. I'm not doing this enough. I'm not talking about it enough. I'm not making enough connections. And I'm just, you know, when I started the business in 2019, I had a small, I had a toddler and I also was new to a city and I'm just trying to reacclimate myself and, you know, kind of find my footing. Um, we had our, you know, third move in three years. I mean, it was just a lot going on. And then as I have grown, now that I can look back on it, I mean, I'm almost looking at, you know, I'm hitting my my fifth year in the new year to sort of say, you know, slow and steady for me has won the race. I want to do things better. And by doing and creating better systems and a better team and you know, more confidence within myself as a leader and as a manager, the growth will come. It has come. I mean, I have started with like, you know, feeding seven, you know, people in the middle of, you know, 2019 to now, you know, we're serving 50 to 60 families a week. And all of that is by referral. And so it's, it is, you know, like, Hey, Hell yeah. I mean, I, for the first time in my business, we sent out 90 servings of something. I've never, that, that's one thing of, you know, six a lot of food. options. Yeah, it was a lot of food and it, it makes me excited. It just means that people are loving the food and people are, you know, really appreciative of it. And when I take a step back and see what it's taken for us to get there and 
by the way, that we just like we executed that shit right out of the door and got it and got it to people's doorsteps as we said we would. And hell yeah. Um, oh, yeah. in the past, numbers like that, just the sheer scale of it would have sent me into some sort of spiral, you know, whether it was, you know, it, it, the the case of I don't know what I'm doing. This is way overwhelming. We can never pull this off to having some of the imposter syndrome, which always sneaks in. I think, you know, it's it's tricky. But anyway, so I, I think for, for me this year will be like you said, I, I, I'm totally with you on the flow, which is to say, like, I'm going to stay focused on what feels like the right next step. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten really good at honing in on that's not needed. This is yeah, necessary, but not right now. What needs to happen in front of me? And also not getting so stuck in the just the day-to-day grind that I'm not taking those big steps of intention to get the bigger stuff done that I want done. Because it's easy, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's easy just to be like, I'm just putting one foot in front of the other. I'm on the treadmill. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if there's really an and there, but I feel like I... I the treadmill scares me. So like there's there's a side of me, like if I'm being honest, getting stuck on the treadmill scares me. Like, and what I mean by that is that I don't want to get stuck. Like, I, you know, yeah. I'm teetering on, on the other half of my 40s. I'm looking at 50, you know, through the, you know, very clear down, down the scope. I don't want to stop growing. I don't want to stop building my business. I don't want to stop stretching myself and doing, you know, it, things that challenge me. Right. And that's why if, if I get stuck on the treadmill, I don't feel like I'm going to really, you know, achieve those things. Yeah. But like, it's one of the best quotes in the world. Do something that scares the shit out of you every day. Mm-hmm. Like, it bring really, like, <laughs> it really brings things to light. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny, like, cause like, I think we all have like little bits of fear, like whatever that is. Right. Like, yeah. Um, sure. And well, we need it though. I think yeah. we need it though. I mean, that's, it, it's very healthy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know a, a successful person that does big things that, that isn't clear that they are a little bit nervous, a little bit afraid before growing, that. Growing pains are real. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've definitely gone through a lot of growing pains in my practice this year and learning oh, yeah. and um, you know, but I also feel like this has been one of the years I feel like I have just grown exponentially like mm-hmm. as a practitioner. So- academically in my skill sets like very it's been really interesting but it was also kind of you know speaking of reflection thinking about how you know I kind of use March as my time to reflect but also I tend to like October kind of early November before the big holiday rush um, this is a time of year where we're transitioning from fall into winter. Um, I really like those um, seasonal intersections. I find those are, you know, really great times around moon cycles and various things to sort of sink in. And, you know, it's funny. I um, had coffee the other day with Tracy Harrison, who's the head of a school for applied functional medicine, who is head of my school I went to. And um, it was funny. We were having this really great conversation and, 
I was like talking about how much I hate admin. Like I hate it. I hate it. Like I want to stab my eyeballs out. Like I would give a toenail. I would maybe even give a toe. I like there's because there's so much of it, you know? And it's like, and I was just like, and I have a virtual assistant, shout out to Karen. Um, But you know, for a few hours a week, but it's still like, it's not enough. I just feel like I'm drowning and admin. And it's so funny. And Tracy just looks at me and goes, hire that shit out, girl. Yeah, she's <laughs> right. And she's so right. I was like, yeah. okay, I do need to just hire more of that stuff out so I don't have to do it so that I have the brain space to do the stuff I am great at. And mm-hmm. that's the other thing. It comes back to what do I know my strengths are? And yeah. also that we can make decisions. But my favorite mantra is I lovingly accept my decisions and knowing that I'm always free to change. Yeah. Yeah. And that we yeah. can change our mind on something and we 100%. can shift something. And I think sometimes we set intentions or we set these, we sometimes set goals or we set a resolution or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And Maybe all of a sudden it becomes a little unrealistic or maybe, it, you know, whatever various things can happen, but it's like, um, it's okay to change things yeah. and it's okay to like pivot and move the trajectory a little bit and to help ourselves succeed and to help us to avoid burnout, you know, because how often is that happening? You know, I think we're all a little fried, you know, and so I like, I like taking those moments. I love having them, you know, and then it's so funny after she said that, I was like about hiring more admin. I was like reflecting, reflecting, reflecting. And I was like, damn, she's right. (laughs) What are the other things that I can do and I can implement by just giving myself, you know, those, that extra need. And I think for everybody listening, it's, you know, do you need to hire a meal service? Something like mm-hmm. what Nancy does. That's right. To help support you in your X, Y, and Z journey. Is it that you need to get up an hour earlier because you want to go to the gym before, you know, moving into your work day? Is it making 10 minutes to meditate? Is it, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the goals and things that you have are you know it's like I remember you, you know when I years ago living in New York City I mean I was pretty dirt poor but like mm-hmm. realizing I never go on vacation yeah. I was never like for years like I was like real vacation yeah you know? it was like going to visit your family at Christmas that's not vacation it's nice mm-hmm. and all you know but like, right yeah it's not vacation is not no. nice. you know people who have small kids and they're like this is nice, but this isn't vacation. I'm still chasing around doing the same things. I'm still wiping butts. I'm still doing the same, you know, whatever, whatever. And so it's like, I think it's also us extending our mindset, Mm -hmm. right? So that we can step into those things that maybe seem a little impossible or they seem a little ridiculous or maybe they even seem a little selfish mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Right. And it's, you know, it's just like not having scarcity mindset. It's yeah. kind of the same idea. Well, and I would say actually a real tool that I have gleaned, um, and this is through a, a brand called to be magnetic and they have an amazing podcast called expanded, but something that, you know, they're really working on in their work that has really influenced me there they have a real manifestation uh focus and you know they, they help people 
work manifestation into their everyday life and to be more clear about it and to do sort of the back end work on the, on, on our nervous system to sort of reprogram um, how we are operating in the world. Um, And I bring that up because one of the big tools that I've kind of walked away with is that in, in order to get out of that scarcity mindset and to kind of flip the the coin on your view of the world um, around things that are scary about making big jumps about being brave um, within your work life within your social life within you you know whatever your your goal is is to give your nervous system the support and the platform that it needs to be able to hold that next big thing. So I think what, and this is something that I've had to kind of learn because I think my, when I mentioned being kind of a deer in headlights, if there's something big that's coming at me, something exciting that's coming at me, um, something, a big jump that, that I need to make, the fear can take over. And, and my deer in headlights reaction is sort of that, that sort of, a, a version of fight or flight, right? That's sort of just sort of yeah. like freeze. And so in order for me to be able to make that next big leap, I need to be at the gym. I need to be meditating 10, at least 10 yeah. minutes a day. I need to have that personal time to give me that grounded space. I need that quiet time with my family. Um, I need that one-on-one time with my daughter at night, which feels so good and nourishing to both of us um, after a really long, busy day. And it just like gives, keeps me centered and keeps me focused so that when the big opportunity falls in my lap, can I hold it? Can I, can I execute it? Um, when, when I have those 90 you know, Greek meatballs ordered through my company, can I be like, yeah, no, we've got this. Let's, let's roll. I've had a good night's sleep. I have the right people in place. They know what their job is. We're all organized. We've got this. No big deal. And I think if my, if I've learned anything in 2023, it's be, it's been, how do I get to the place of, I got this, I got this. I'm fine. All is well. I'm not freaking out. This is okay. I'm going to, you know, sure. I'm going to have a moment where I'm going to jump on the phone with you and go, holy shit. Are you kidding me? This is crazy. And I'm you know, freaking out for a minute. And that's just part of the process. That's just the yeah. recognition of like, wow. <laughs> and it's also me being able then to walk away from that conversation with you and be able to say, okay, I've got this. This is, these are my next steps. And, and if I have questions or if I fall down, I've got people around me to help me pick it back up, um, help guide me to the next place. Because I'm also part of, I think, because I've been really clear on this year is to set some intentions around cultivating relationships. And so again, like building relationships, maintaining relationships, creating some transparency in those in those relationships so that they can grow and i mean folks we can't do this alone you know we're not in this alone you know we we have to make sure that we create a village around ourselves and this is not to add something else to your to-do list this is more or less to sort of reflect that like you know make that phone call write that email 
mm-hmm. you know, ask ask the friend to go and take a walk with you. Like whatever it is, let's let's find let let's remind ourselves that we're not in this alone and that we need community around us to help us do all uh-huh. these amazing things. Oh, a hundred percent. And also, you know, like that we need to be our best cheerleaders for ourselves too. Oh yeah. Oh, like and so okay. you know, I have like I do this thing where I put giant legal post-it notes well not giant like not those giant ones like school, but like <laughs> right. you know like the little like four by six ones whatever yeah. and once yeah. I like I write myself post-it notes <laughs> <laughs> things that like you know so it was like when I was doing my final exam it was like you can do this mm. <laughs> yes and you can you can do this like you know I can't tell you how many times the last three years Tracy Harrison has been like you can do this everybody can do that you guys can do this you know <laughs> you know, right now my post-it note says I know a lot <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes I need a reminder sometimes yeah. you know when you get those complex cases or you know things are happening like we all have our places where yeah. We just have moments that our own insecurities come up or things happen and, you know, we question ourselves or we doubt ourselves because we're all freaking human. I have to say that we have done a really great job patting our own selves on the back, which I, and, and, and I hope all of you listeners out there will appreciate. We are rounding out this year on the podcast with some wonderful episodes that will help us and all of us give some reflection to our year to help think about, you know, how to, you know, get more honed into our intuition um, to kind of manage our stress and create routines um, to sort of think more about how we can be caretakers of others, but also to be caretakers of ourselves, you know, putting on the, the, the oxygen mask has always been appealing the onion philosophy for us on this podcast. And also how can we be of service to others, which kind of can fill our cup. And so um, we wanted to make some space for reflection on this episode and to kind of give you some nuggets um, based on our our own experiences. You know, so Cheryl and I have, have been sharing today, but also to help you get a little bit more intentional with goals to sort of take a minute of reflection to sit down and write out maybe, um, a few, you know, bits and pieces of of how you're feeling at the end of this year. And and I, I actually have a five quick prompts that I think could be really helpful. Um, one of them is, you know, let's just do a big review of like what are your year highlights? You know, what are the big peaks that that like really jump out at you? What are you most proud of within those, you know, big moments? Um, what are you learning from the like what are you learning from the most this year? What feels also different within yourself? What feels different like as about yourself that you're showing to the outside world? What feels different internally? Um, what are you also ready to let go of? Another idea of just like, let's shed what's not working. Um, let, let's, and then let's pat, pat ourselves on the back and and nurture what is. Um, and then what are you ready to do different? So if you're ready to let go of some things, that's a great opportunity to, just to like, without any shame, without any, you know, real deep remorse, let's just acknowledge that things sometimes don't work or they're like, they mm-hmm. were at the wrong place at the wrong time for us. And we need to rethink what we want to do and how we want to do differently. So 
those are things that I like try to chunk out for myself and and look at. And like you, Cheryl, I mean, I don't always do it at the end of the calendar year. Summertime is 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 my window of time. I I'm still on the academic calendar. I swear that's always like been my year. <laughs> um, but summer is just a little easier for me. I get some space to actually think um, a little more clearly. I'm not in so much of the treadmill. Um, which I, you know, I, I love a good summer break for sure. Um, so that being said, I think you and I have both spoken a lot about, you know, how, how we've been intentional with our goals, but I wanted to specify that like, you know, Cheryl and I, we're both being really clear this year about making sure that our goals are chunked out in shorter windows, that we're making them attainable and we're trying to implement them within a framework. And all that means is like the framework can mean, hey, you know, I need to create some structure around this simple goal of getting more exercise in. And I want to do that three more hours a week. Um, and I need to sort of create a framework to do that. That means adjusting your schedule to get to the gym or take that walk or get on the treadmill that's that's collecting dust in the corner. That means to adjust your work schedule, to ask for support around it, um, and to tell somebody to, you know, that you feel close to, to hold you accountable. So I love that. That's, yeah. Well, and again, the, like, Life is not about perfectionism. That's right. You know? So it's a good reminder for all of us just that, you know, to do our best and nothing's going to be perfect and all that stuff. But also to celebrate your wins, Mm -hmm. you know, like celebrate them big and small. It doesn't really matter. Speaking of celebrations and wins. Yeah. I did a little stat situation. I love a good stat. You ready for this? I'm ready. Stats for you, Stancy. Stats for the people. <laughs> should make a song. Stats. <laughs> anyway, okay. So some stats for you guys. So, okay. you know, putting on a podcast is not easy. It is so much more work than you think it is. Um, you know, we're not, you know, some giant podcast like Joe Rogan, who has people in the background who like pull stats for him and do whatever. But I did some stats while Nancy and I were talking. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. you know, we recorded 16 episodes this year. We recorded 16 episodes last year. Yeah. I think our goal for 2024 might be 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that we have 61 books on our book club right now wow. for this year alone. I realized I've read 80% of that 61%. Mm-hmm. Um, not all this year, but in general, which I was like, good job, Cheryl. <laughs> Good job, your reader. Yes, you are <laughs> definitively you are a reader. reader. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> no, and um, I'm I am accepting that I am not. <laughs> I'm just gonna. You're, you're an audio book listener. Yes. Also, Nancy, you know, props. She works in a kitchen, but she mm-hmm. she listens to all the edits of our episode and all that stuff. So I don't have time. You know, my I, my ears are busy. 
but not my hands as much. And Nancy's hands are busy, but not her ears so much. So we just, you know, this is how we divvy up our podcast. So, um, you know, but also like, you know, if you're looking for a last minute gift, maybe you're looking for something for yourself going into the new year. Joe, definitely Mm -hmm. go to our book club because there's a lot of amazing reads up Mm -hmm. there, whether, whatever you're going through, whether that is goals or intentions, or maybe that's healing, or maybe that's energetic work, or maybe that's family trauma, or maybe that's whatever it is. Maybe it's cooking for yourself more. It doesn't matter. Um, There's so many good books up on our book club. Speaking of which, we have two more books that we're adding today. Um, Those two books are included in that 61 books this year (laughs) number or title, if you will. But um, um, the first of those actually being um, uh, reflecting back to episode 17 remember what episode number was now um, with Dr. Laura Salyer. Um, But she actually has a book called Right Brain Rescue, um, which is all about creativity, making space for creativity in our day-to-day organizational lives. And again, that space of flow. How do we get into a flow space, a flow mindset? So it just doesn't feel like we're being, you know, ripping our hair out of our heads, trying to, you know, mm-hmm. get through all these um, various different things. And then Nancy, I know that you were mentioning, and it's also one of my favorite books is Atomic Habits by um, yeah. James Clear. Yeah. So if you're looking to set more habits, getting clear on what are the things that you want to change or adjust, mm-hmm. um, it's a really good um, read yeah. for that. So we definitely, you know, encourage you guys, you know, go on our website, check those out, follow us on Instagram, leave us a review, whether mm-hmm. that is on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or any of those things. Um, you can leave reviews on our website as well at peelingtheonionpodcast.com. Um, we would love to hear from you. And also like, you know, feel free to email us at um, peelingtheonionpodcast@gmail.com with topics. If you have things that you want to hear about, things that you would like to see covered, we want to hear from you guys because our listeners are Everybody from practitioners to non-practitioners to, you know, young, young and old, um, all the things I love when we get to hear back from people who are listening to the show. So um, share with us what you guys would like to see in 2024. Yeah, ma'am. All right. Well, here's to a new year. Here's to appreciating the messy middle. Here's to seeing any failures that we have had this year as actually achievements and growth. And here's to reframing our goals um, and chunking them out. And so that that's what I'm looking at. I yeah. really appreciate how much we have grown in this podcast. I appreciate all the listeners and people's time that they take to kind of give us feedback and also just to lend their ears. It says a lot. We don't do this like in a vacuum and we couldn't do it without, or we don't want to do it without some, some healthy doses of, of big listening ears from all of you out there. So um, we appreciate everybody with us. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, guys keep peeling back the onion, Uh, be gentle on yourself and I hope you guys. Oh, yes. sorry. Whoop, whoop. No, we wanted to <laughs> I was going to say, have an amazing holiday season yes. um, wherever you are, whoever you're with, however you choose to spend this time, beautiful, quiet, hibernating time of year. That's right. All right. Happy New Year, folks. Keep peeling the onion. Heal it. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Healing the Onion podcast. If we've inspired you to take the next step in your healing journey, please leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can also find us on Instagram and online at peelingtheonionpodcast.com. Music by Greg DeJazu and podcast production by Nova Media. Until next time, keep peeling the onion. Thank you.